I'm just going to start by naming the things on my mind this morning. The 20th anniversary of the terrorist attack on September 11, 2001. COVID-19 and the Delta variant raging. Hospitals at capacity and healthcare workers again still overwhelmed. Kids are back in school, but for how long until COVID takes us online again? Hurricanes, wildfires, earthquakes, displaced people and hungry people outside our doors and around the world. Taking some deep breaths. Add to all those things, the stresses of our individual everyday lives, work, health issues, parenting issues, childing issues, the level of anxiety, uncertainty, and wariness is just plain exhausting. More deep breaths. When will it end? I'm reminded of Bonnie Tyler screeching, I need a hero. He's got to be sure and it's got to be soon and he's got to be larger than life. I need a hero. Sounds good. Hero to just swoop in and fix things. My kids love Marvel, Superman, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. They jump in and overpower the injustice and evil so that life is restored to happiness and calm. I'll take a hero. God hears our desperation and loving us as only a creator, a parent can, God reaches out to us in love and compassion. And rather than send a hero to fix life for us, God sends a Messiah to inspire us and lead us into more life. The word translated Messiah from Greek is Christos, from which we get Christ, as in Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Messiah. We want a Messiah to lead us through the pain and stress of life as it is right now into a future where the world is different, where we feel stronger for facing the challenges, where we feel more courage and agency to change the world around us. Peter proclaims Jesus as just that kind of Messiah having traveled with, watched, learned from Jesus as he preached and healed, Peter and the disciples have witnessed the world that Jesus proclaims. In Jesus, they have glimpsed the kingdom of God, and they believe in him as a leader who will change the world. And Jesus says, fine, but don't tell anyone. And then he begins to tell them what will happen to him. Rejection and ridicule, execution, resurrection. You know, Messiah stuff. 
Peter persists in his loyalty. So Jesus lays out what it will take to follow him. And the picture he paints isn't one of happy meals shared with friends or afternoons spent admiring the beauty of nature. He tells the crowd, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. A couple of things to notice about that statement. First, discipleship, following Jesus, is a verb. It's active. It's something we choose and do. We choose the hard thing because it loves our siblings in Christ. It loves the world God has made the way God loves that world. We choose to do the things that are hard, like wear masks, to bear the discomfort of vaccination, to avoid crowds and indoor gatherings, because we love other people and value their lives more than our comfort. Kind of goes back to that lay down your life for your friends part. We do the things that Jesus did to create the kingdom of God. Things that heal people, that bring wholeness and hope and renewal of life for us and for other people. And we proclaim the good news as we know it. And the second thing to notice is he said, he says, take up your cross. Jesus hadn't even taken up his cross at this point. So what is he talking about, aside from some foreshadowing of his own death? Sister Joan Chittister explores the idea of taking up our own cross. She says it's leaning into the pain and sacrifice of choosing to believe in an all-loving God. In faith, we sacrifice ourselves, the temptations that put us first at the cost of the life and health of others. We sacrifice wallowing in despair and frustration at circumstances we cannot change. And instead, we lean into life. I'm going to say even that we lead with curiosity and act with compassion. We recenter our lives on accepting God's love for us and all people. We choose to find new opportunities for living rather than focusing on dying. Reorienting ourselves to life brings energy and courage for following Jesus on the way of love, for working for justice, for healing hearts broken by fear and shame, and for sharing good news of an all-loving God. So wait, the hero we're waiting for doesn't swoop in and take us away to another reality? where the birds chirp happily and children play on swings and our favorite people gather to share a meal? Hmm. Well, those things might happen. 
and we will find places of respite and belonging. But God loves us so much that God doesn't just fix life for us. God sends us a Messiah to show us the way to keep living life now. Jesus the Christ leads us into a new way to lean into fear and anxiety, to look for and share God's love in all things, to extend grace and hope, to see abundance rather than scarcity, and to find and be companions on this journey of life. That's good news. The world is the same messy, violent, grief-inducing place it was when we sat down here this morning. And Jesus reminds us that he leads us, recenters, encourages us to choose life steeped in God's deep and abiding love. Jesus the Messiah leads. Taking a deep breath to center ourselves, we courageously follow. <laughs>